and welcome to my podcast, German Chocolate, Life of a Mixed Girl. I'm Jessica, aka German Chocolate, hitting this podcast off with a juicy title, Daddy Issues. So what? Are you curious? <laughs> I won't keep you waiting. So what do I mean with that? We all have heard it before. But what comes to mind? If you ask me, usually something that comes up referring to strippers. <laughs> Am I right? I uh, never really understood why it was called daddy issues. The slang dictionary defines it as an, an informal phrase for the psychological challenges resulting from an absent or abnormal relationship with one's father, often manifesting in a distrust of or sexual desire for men who act as father figures. Mm. All right. <laughs> Maybe like let's like before we get into the story. I am definitely not looking for a daddy. <laughs> Has never been the issue, but I still think if you listen to the story probably still makes sense. All right. Are you ready? If you listened to my previous episodes, you know that I am the oldest of three children raised by a single mom. So, okay, I didn't grow up with a dad. What's the big deal? And I still do not feel like I missed out or needed one. As a matter of fact, I wouldn't be who I am right now. And you wouldn't be listening to this podcast <laughs> if I did have a dad. So, but... A recent discovery led me to see what it is that I might have been missing. Are you ready? Are you ready? I know I've been saying that. <laughs> so I have a master's degree in psychology, and one of my classes was lifespan development in grad school. So going over the stages of development for boys and girls first didn't really shock me. I've known about the Freud's view on childhood development for years when I first studied psychology in my undergrad program over 10 years ago. And you, you can look it up to <laughs> all of the Freudian ways. Everything's kind of like sexual and oral and anal. It's a, a little bit disturbing, which let me tell you, when I first studied psychology in my undergrad, childhood psychology was the reason why I first dropped out during my undergrad and, and had to refocus. I was really shocked how this was not an issue that a grown man would see everything sexually that a baby does. But this is just my opinion. So the fact that boys at some point want to marry their moms and they get jealous over their dads and the same happens for girls who feel like they have a romantic connection with their dads. They want to like kiss, go on dates and they're like, I'm going to marry you one day, daddy. <laughs> and get jealous of their moms and raise an eyebrow. Eh, I don't like your mom. <laughs> that was nothing new. I've like seen it. You see it on TV. I've read it. But when I saw this play out in real life last year with my boyfriend's daughter, it really hit me. I didn't know to what extent like the, <laughs> the girls go doing that and how it keeps them from interacting in these weird ways outside of the house. So these young girls or boys, they can just let out how they feel and have a male figure in their life that pays attention to them and makes them feel special, teaches them how they should be treated, and eventually the face just goes away. Like right now, she couldn't care less. <laughs> it's a preteen. Uh, for me, I've been chasing boys since elementary school. 
And let me put a stop, obviously not in a sexual way. All right, we're talking elementary school. But for attention, this is one scenario. And I don't know why this is so ingrained in my brain, but I remember (laughs) in first or second grade, boys would be really like mean and rude. I mean, how boys are. And I'd be threatening them, like, <laughs> like if you don't stop, I'm going to kiss you. <laughs> Ew, girls. So, yeah, that that was my go-to thread. And uh, it worked. They left me alone. <laughs> so when I became a teenager, however, I did feel the urge to be liked. And I can only describe it as wanting to feel close to someone, just close. And I didn't know what my feelings were and what to do with them. So when I was in my 20s and not when I wasn't in a relationship, I would seek validation from men by trusting me to be a little skimpier and being a little sexual. (laughs) And I was 100% needy. You could definitely tell. And that's why they always say, and I used to hate when people say this, when you're like really looking to be in a relationship, you're ready for love, and people are like, well, stop, like, looking, love will come. You know what that really means? It's not like love will all of a sudden just be on your door. You just don't give that vibe of, I need you. <laughs> I need love and attention, which this applies to, like, a lot of things. Job interviews, too. If you go to a job interview and you really need a job, you're, like, super needy. I have to do everything. Ah, you just give that vibe, like, I need this job. <laughs> But if you go in, you're just confident, like, doesn't matter. If this doesn't work, it doesn't work. For all situations, this is really, this is really one piece of advice I can give. Don't wait <laughs> till you're needy with things. Kind of just put yourself out there. Like, where am I, like, school-wise? Where am I, like, friends-wise? What do I want to try? Don't wait till it's too late. You need to pay the bills. Or you have baby fever, and now you're just looking and speaking and... um so yeah I was I I I was needy but definitely um I was I was seeking love desperately so if this is you I can't tell you how to get rid of that feeling I'm sorry how to feel more confident in this kind of way and not let yourself be used by some of these guys preying on these girls but just the awareness of reflecting why you might also feel this way or have felt that way could be the first step. I've always been very confident when it comes to public speaking, singing, acting, taking charge of a group as a leader. I'm just like right there. It's just who I am. Even when I really try not to cause much attention to myself, I just can't help it. Clearly, I have a podcast, so that means something (laughs) about me. Um, But when it came to love and men, I felt insecure and and I felt fragile. I looked at the type of men I was dating, and maybe to your surprise, you'd think, oh, daddy issues, whatever, all these things. No, I wasn't dating macho men or abusers, thank God. (laughs) There are more men that had issues, men that were or that had to be fixed. Listen, I kind of have like a helper syndrome, I guess. So being the oldest of three and only having one parent made me kind of a co-parent to my siblings. And as my grandma would say, uh, husband replacement for my mom. <laughs> Hashtag childhood trauma. Not really. It's, it's not that bad. <laughs> but um, so even though I've been... <sighs> 
sick of men needing to learn how to just grow up and take charge of their own life, just do things, not just rely on me. It was just what I knew how to do best. That's what they always say, no matter what relationship in you, you might be, you, maybe you are being abused or it's mentally exhausting or you've been wanting to break up. <sighs> the fear of the unknown that somebody else could be worse or not finding what you're looking for, that you just kind of feel cozy and secure where you are because it's predictable. It's a routine. You know what's going to happen every step of the way makes us feel like we need to stick around or, or go with our feelings. We're, you're vibing with these people. This is a vibrational level that you're on. And this is all physics and not just like, ooh, universe. <laughs> vibrational energies. So here I am, doing what I do best, fixer up or Jess. So after a failed marriage and uh, blindly being in a relationship with a narcissist, uh, I took a break for myself, you know? I had the urge to find my person all the time. I was on like all the dating apps and websites and I was there kind of just looking. I definitely wasn't ready. And I had realized that I needed to change my vibrational energy and think of what I want and not just settle for the next best charming guy without a car or a credit card. <laughs> and uh, this is hard because it, it does feel awkward at first because the sparks don't necessarily fly the way they would with the people that we're used to dating. So don't get discouraged at first if you think, well, this is the, feels like the right guy, but I don't feel uh, on cloud nine or whatever immediately because you have to, it, it takes time. This someone is different. If someone's more like you, let's take this for example. Right now, I'm organized, my boyfriend's organized. We both are doers. So we both tend to not ask for help or not really accept help. This can be really challenging <laughs> if you don't communicate. But we are communicating and we're trying. And um, there's been a lot of times I'm like, hey, this is hard for me to ask for help. I definitely want to let him know that I'm not just asking, but I really do have an issue. And I know he tends to like not ask or if I say, hey, I can help you with this. He's like, no. But this is something to work towards because he also has had a past with women that are damsels in distress and, oh, I can't open the can. Oh my gosh, can you do this? And it's wonderful to have that kind of person there, but it's a shift. And once you kind of look behind all of that and realize how good that is, it's an adjustment, but a healthy one. You know, they always talk about you just need to fall on your face. You need to fail and how it applies to like jobs and products and all kinds of things that you're supposed to fail fast. Fail fast, okay? <laughs> if you know this ain't what you're looking for, don't stick around and wait for something to happen. If you need to take some time for yourself, I can't tell you what to do and I definitely won't tell you what to do and then you're blaming me that the love of your life, you lost them or whatever. All I'm saying is you might be listening to this for a reason. <laughs> so seeing the relationship between my boyfriend and his daughter and how she has no real interest in boys or girls at the moment made me think, what outlet can young girls and boys have to show their feelings and have a safe space to learn how to deal with these weird hormonal changes and um, get it out of the way kind of, you know? 
make space for who they want to be instead of always searching for who to get attention from. So see how this see how the stripper thing kind of sneaks back in attention man lots of issues if you're willing to do it hey what there are women who love it and see it as men just being dumb to pay for something they could have for free and a woman girlfriend wife paying to just look at a woman power to the first women to monetize on that without having to do more if you know what i mean so yes i had daddy issues and i guess um had to learn the hard way and that's what our 20s are there for even if it's not about chasing love anything that's this is our learning decade <laughs> that's why i don't know if you see this a lot i see this on tiktok a lot too like in my 20s i cared so much about how i look what to do all these people in my 30s i just don't give a f okay <laughs> And it is that way. I, I actually couldn't wait to be in my 30s because I probably have some this, said this many times, but 30s are the sexy years, the confident years. Woo! <laughs> I was ready to be 30 and not like a cutesy, not knowing anything about life 20. That's what people always say, right? But here I am now, stronger than ever, feeling like I can do anything. And I have tried out a lot of career fields and hobbies and things and places and I can share my story with you. I always say I don't regret anything in life. And um, it's still true as of now. My experiences shape me. And would I have erased that embarrassing piece of needing love and attention if possible? Yeah, maybe. But it all made me stronger and got me one step closer to finding other outlets for me. Checking what I really want in a partner and not settling for less. And I got a good handful of funny stories, which I will be sharing more of here. So daddy issues, yes. But so what? I am who I am. And I love myself for who I have become along the way. And that, that, that's all. Like, take some time. Think about or reflect. Tell me about it. Do you have a story you'd like to share? Head over to my Instagram account at RealGermanChalk and drop a comment on any post pretty much or DM me. Because uh, if you really want to share your story, um, I can add you on the segment of the next episode if it fits. So don't be shy. That's all for now. So thanks for listening and tuning in. Till next episode. <laughs>